let's get into the podcast. So, what is movement training? The word movement covers so much, it can be confusing to define precisely. It can vary from individual to individual, and it can be customized to suit a particular goal or task. Today, we're going to define it from our All Elements Fitness perspective, and then expand from there. From our point of view, we define it as a practice of putting your body through its full range of movement on a regular basis, with the goal of increasing strength, flexibility, mobility, mental cognition, and cardiovascular output. The motivation to do this comes from the desire to have a body that functions in its highest ability for as long as possible. Much like martial arts, the pursuit of physical mastery is its often guiding goal. As we're all individuals with different bodies, different circumstances, different goals, movement training often becomes very much a personalized practice. Emphasis can be focused on flexibility and strength for some, dance and acrobatics, performance for others, and the list goes on. Focus can be placed on elements that improve a specific sport performance, for example, shoulder mobility for a tennis player. On a personal level, it's the main way that I train and exercise today. I became interested in movement training in order to break the monotony of sets and reps based exercise in the gym. You know, there's absolutely nothing wrong with traditional weight training. However, as I begin to shift my fitness philosophy into more lifelong, sustainable practice, I found traditional weight training lacked enjoyment, lacked freedom, and it lacked the personal expression that I discovered in movement training. Lifting heavy weights puts a lot of stress on the joints and tendons, and therefore it may not be the best, you know, long-term exercise strategy. I mean, let's be honest, many people do spend not very much time stretching. Not only does movement training incorporate strength training, but simultaneously will incorporate the other factors, including things like flexibility. Rather than compartmentalizing a workout into strength session followed by a stretch session, these elements or these factors are all combined together throughout the practice. Every activity requires movement of some kind, but more often than not, we place rules and boundaries around moves. The environment we live in is not all perfect flat surfaces, straight lines, right? We have to negotiate this imperfect physical environment we call the world. So why wouldn't it be beneficial to explore movements from awkward angles and, or uneven positions? It's good to ask the body to position itself in ways that makes the brain think and solve problems. Once a practitioner has built up a basic vocabulary of moves, they can begin combining and creating sequences, transitioning from one move to another. One may go from a stretch to a squat, into a handstand, into a roll, creating a full body workout, engaging the core, working on the cardiovascular system, working on solving the problem of going through all this range of movement, like where to place the hands and feet. This could be called free-flowing practice, and it lends itself to breathing techniques. Because there's no stopping and starting, you can just start to get into looking for the best places to breathe, the most efficient places to breathe as you move in a sequence from one move to another. 
meditation is often achieved through um, practicing breathing, right? Therefore, movement, training and meditation go hand in hand. From a personal perspective, I tried for many years to meditate unsuccessfully. I always believed it was something that would be beneficial, but I never seemed to be able to adopt the habit. This all changed for me one day when concentrating on maintaining deep diaphragmatic breathing. Somehow I lost the sense of time and what felt like five minutes of exercise actually turned out to be over an hour of continuous practice. This was a kind of experience I had heard uh, yoga practitioners promoting and talking about. And this is when I started to realize, you know, yoga is just another version of movement practice and what I was doing was closely related. See, I discovered movement training by copying um, things that I'd seen online, things that I'd seen people do that looked interesting to me, just out of boredom. And um, I immediately started to see the benefits, one of which was meditation. Flow state, mindfulness and meditation is a key element of fitness. Um, that many do not even consider. The ability to shut off the world, be in the moment where there's no stress um, and the mind can rest is like having a superpower. Especially in today's world where it's bombarded with news and stress and internet and smartphones and pressure. Um, a mini mind detox or reset can do wonders for the mind, wonders for your um mood and how you feel during the day so i found that this element is truly a part of fitness that's not physical but is highly beneficial and makes everything in your life run a lot smoother physical mastery well-being all of these things have been studied and practiced and philosophies built around exercising for thousands and thousands of years you can see how um, groups, individuals advanced, you know, branched off and focused on this type of training or that type of training. Some may be focused more on the meditation side, some may focus more on the physical side. And all these things developed um, in their own ways, in their own cultures. And I can see the same thing happening now. In today's world, we've created um, a very comfortable environment for most of us. Therefore, we have to take charge of our physical um, well-being, and that means exercise. Um, this is the reason why there's gyms on every corner in every major city in the world. Considering the history of martial arts, it's fitting that it's a martial artist who I would deem to be responsible for um, modern-day movement. Um, this person would be Hicks and Gracie, Grandmaster Red Belt Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu practitioner. He is undefeated in every fight he ever took and is considered the Michael Jordan of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. And what Rickson Gracie did was combined his years of Jiu-Jitsu drills, training and exercise with yoga and breathing techniques. And I believe without him, movement maybe wouldn't be the kind of industry it is today. However, Ido Portal is the person right now that is responsible for bringing movement practice to the mainstream. 
Ido Portal will tell you himself, he was inspired by Hicks and Gracie, and many in turn are inspired by Ido Portal. Ido Portal is an Israeli um, movement master, I would call him. I mean, there's no official title, but he's a movement master. Um, he started off in capoeira, martial arts, and um, his pursuit of movement sort of um, went beyond the singular discipline of a martial art. His free-flowing movement practice is nothing short of art and is pretty much the standard by which modern-day movement practitioners measure themselves. Through Edo, the philosophy, the philosophy of returning to primal or childlike uh, movement um, has really taken hold. We, we lose a lot of range of movement just off the fact that we stop moving like we did um, the, in the way that came naturally to us as a child. You know, when was the last time you sat on the floor with your legs folded? When was the last time you rolled? When was the last time you crawled? If you stop doing these things, even just for a short while, your body decides, okay, we don't need this ability anymore. And you start to lose the, you know, lose these, these ranges of movement. And really movement practice is all about reclaiming this. What I'm excited and happy to see is how movement intertwines with all sorts of different things. There's some people that um, have just incorporated a little bit of mobility into their general weight training practice. That's movement training. There's guys that um, are practicing parkour, free running. That's movement training. Being able to efficiently negotiate um, across different um, surfaces and ledges and levels, you know, um, they're in search of mastery just as much as, you know, um, a ballerina. So, um, you know, parkour could be considered movement training. Ballet could be considered movement training. Jiu-jitsu, synchronized swimming, gymnastics, the list goes on. Whichever way you choose to exercise the body, the mind, to stay fit and healthy, we just want to encourage you, tell you to keep going, and tell you to open your mind to new ideas. Because this can really extend your life and give you benefits well into old age. That's it for the podcast today. Thank you very much for listening. Um, we hope you enjoyed it. And stay tuned for the next episode. Take care. Bye.